we are getting Joffrey the flying fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know where this road is going to lead. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not hard. <laughs> not hard at all. I was paused. I was very happy to get in the fuck out of here. <laughs> So, this week on House Sports Podcast, we are talking about obviously getting Joffrey the fuck up out of here. Hey! <laughs> Season 4, episodes 2, 3, 4, and 5. So, we're rocking with tonight. Or today. Um, so, straight up. First up, Ramsey and Miranda. Her name's Miranda, right? Yeah. The crazy one that he was with. His crazy bae. They're fucking crazy. And they're crazy together. And I don't... I didn't remember them hunting down old girl in the woods like this previously. I do. With the hounds. And that was old girl that was in the room with them. Wasn't it? Yep. Mm. All because Miranda got a little jelly. So. We get Tyrion and Jamie, The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. That is going to be the name of this episode of the podcast, by the way. Because I really like that title. That should have been the title of this episode. That would have been dope. Or a episode somewhere. Because, because Cripples, Bastards, Bastards and Bro- Broken Things was the name of an episode, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. you have uh, you've definitely spoke on your love of the name of that episode before. I like names like that. I, you know, think they just, it just makes sense. I think. Bolton's son and his... Okay, so Ramsey's, uh, Ramsey's dad. What the hell is Ramsey's dad's name? Bruce. Bruce, okay. So Bruce, his... All his men are crazy. His son's crazy. Um, he shows his dad what he did to, to Theon. He shows Theon is now Reek. And at first, he's a little upset because he wanted to keep you know keep Theon for a bargaining chip. But now his son has went and fucked him up. But and then after he lets him shave him, he doesn't cut him. Oh, replay the color purple scene. <laughs> hmm. I put that in my notes too. You did. <laughs> I did. The boy really had him in there like Harpo. And Bruce, and Bruce realized, and he was like, oh, shit. You, I, I put that in my notes, and then the first thing that I thought re-watching the scene was Friday at the Next, when my guest was like, oh, shit, you got her training. <laughs> uh, you got that boy, Theon, really mentally done. And slit his throat, so. We just got Ramsey. Or we just, yeah. So. Then his dad gives him a new mission. He tells him he wants him to take back Winterfell or figure out how to get Winterfell. Uh, that's the thing. No, they're trying to get him with Caitlyn. Oh, well, Caitlyn, that's right. Yeah. Varys tells Tyrion that Shay's been spotted, and the word is out that his sister and his dad know who she is, and she needs to get the hell out of Dodge. Gotta get up out of there, B. Fortunately, we know later, she does not do well with being told where to go and what to do, because she's a hard-headed hoe. Ha! Ah, that's funny. She just listen. Varys told her, tried to tell her, you know, I don't understand why she thought that, like, this shit was a joke. Let me, so, going back to that scene and that part, so that was Varys trying to get her up out of here. That wasn't Tyrion. Was, yeah, there was a previous episode where Varys had went to her and told her right. that she should and she said, and he gave her, like, I think he gave her gold at that point. Yeah, it was that. That's what I'm saying. That was Varys trying to look out for Tyrion, trying to get her body. Yeah. And then, yeah. So he had already had a conversation with her once. And now he's going, you know, he's telling Tyrion that she's been seen. Everybody knows who she is. She should probably dip out. And Tyrion's like, well, you know, we tried this once. She's not going to do it. She's not going to listen. Tywin and Cersei have plans for Shay. So. At the wedding, we're getting to the wedding, and Cersei, she walks over to, not Cersei walks over to, but Shay walks over to Sansa and gives Sansa something. That's when Cersei points her out to Tywin and was like, you know, that's, that's the heifer I've been telling you about. And Tywin is like, all right, well, I'll have her brought up to, you know, my quarters after the wedding or before the wedding. So it's pretty, and Ty, uh, Tyrion overheard that as well. It was he look on his face. It was safe to say that that point is when Daddy Lannister started dicking down Shay. Ooh, I mean, I guess yeah, because if he if he if she did have her sons up there, 
it would have been right after Tyrion had his little talk with her. Like, what, which is just really the trashest of the trashes? Because you've been talking about this dude. You've been categorizing your, your son as just like this drunk-ass, whore, sexy, you know, mon- dwarf mongrel. But you beating down the one, the same one too. Not not only are you beating down whores, you beating down the same whores as your son. Like the point, like that's just ridiculous. Come on, bro. Come on. Like, at the end of the day, us hearing that obviously was foreshadowing. But then when you see her in his bed later on, you're just like my bro, my bro, really. So Tyrion tries to push her away, tells her he can't be no, running. No, ain't no try. <laughs> True, because she was up in there crying. Yeah, no, you don't try. You got to go. You got to go, ho. Melisandre is out here sacrificing family members, his wife, and Stannis and his crazy ass wife don't even care. And then Shireen. Well, I would I would think that she's met Shireen previously. I would have thought that, but it this scene made it seem like this is the first time that they she met, met Shireen. Yeah, they really interested. It's weird that you have this, you know, red woman running around here all this time and. She's never met your child before. Ha! <laughs> Some dude is just like, eh, whatever. He's around. Ain't nobody never seen him before. He ain't. Yeah. Brand's working into summer. Hey, um, hey, just... hey, 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 hey. We talked about this. We skipping Brand scenes, too? We said Brand and Sam. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm messing with you guys. No, I'm messing with you guys. Because it is starting to get back to the point where we need to put Brand back in this conversation. Because... Uh, he's, well, getting, he's getting somewhat important again. He's working on, on his own accord. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He can control it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, actually, this was important because this scene, Bran, he, he has a vision. And in the vision, he sees snow. He sees snow in the thorn, throne room. He sees dragons above winter, Westeros. And in the scene with the dragons of Westeros, there was no snow in Westeros when it flew over. I noticed that. Now, I don't know if that was just a, we're in season four, we haven't plotted out season six and seven yet, so maybe winter hadn't, they hadn't had that whole winter is already here, like mine's in there, but obviously now we know Westeros is covered in snow, or snowing in Westeros. Mm-hmm. So to see a scene where you've got dragons flying over it, and there's no snow that stuck out to me. I don't know if anybody else knows that. But the snow in the throne room scene was also an image that Danny had when she was in the Warlock's Tower. She saw that too when she was walking through there and the throne room and it was snowing through the ceiling. So that's the second time we've seen that image in the show. We'll see, we'll see what the hell that means later, if anything. Right. I don't like uh, it because you know how this show does with foreshadowing. They're like, they tend to they tend to feed you something seasons earlier and then you just completely forget about it. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I see that. And then something comes to pass and you're like, wait a minute. I remember they did talk about this in season five and it's season eight now. I'm just like, oh, okay. Nice. Exactly. Because honestly, this is the first time of all the times I've rewatched this that I noticed those visions anyway. So, like, I never really paid, I never, like, tied them to anything else. So we'll see what happens. Joffrey and Marjorie get married in the Sept of Baylor. Yay for weddings. Yay. And then he turns into Super Dickhead. Oh, my God. Before we get to Super Dickhead, we get another great scene of old people talking. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> and like, the I like that conversation. Old people ship it. That's a different thing. But anyway. Right. She was in full... She was in full shit-talking mode. Just like the underlying secret shit-talking mode. She was like, uh, the what kind of monster line? I was just like, oh, you just, you're just amazing. How are you going to say what kind of monster? And then you was the one that put the little droppity drop in the drink. Oh, we didn't get that far. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay, you're right. No, you're right. No, right. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? I'm just hush. Yeah, when she was talking to, uh, when she was talking to him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't pick on that previously. Well, I, I never thought about it until watching it back now. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty evil. Pretty evil. I love it. Jamie threatens Lancel. And, no, not Lancel. Loris. Loris. He, he threatens Loris. 
So I thought this was interesting because you got Jamie over there having some feelings about Loris getting ready to marry Cersei, which is nasty. Yeah, I feel like it was unnecessary because he knew that he didn't want to marry her. Like, no one in these situations wants to get married to the other person. So but, he's over there threatening him for no reason. But when Cersei little dig at Bran and Jamie saw her talking to Bran, he was looking like, wait a minute, bitch, what are you talking to her for? Like, he knew, he knew something in that conversation when copacetic. Like, he knew something was off. Like, Cersei probably said something crazy to her. And he, like, he felt some kind of way about that, though. But how is <laughs> your brother and sister named Matt? <laughs> the possibilities of the other one talking to somebody else is just ridiculous. Right. I, I just love to come back. You know how I feel about incest. So, I just love to come back. It's like, you'll never have her. He's like, you won't either, Negro. Yeah, he did. What's your nasty ass? <laughs> And you know, it's it's so like everyone is very clear about the fact that the two of them are fucking around. Like it's not even a secret. No. So the fact that like uh Tywin and all these other people acting like we won't have this talk of my family. Like, bruh. Your kid just your kid's just knocking it down, B. It's gross. And nasty. Like they nasty, nasty. I don't even want to into that situation. Have blind, having little pale blind haired children. <laughs> Like y'all I wonder like how old were they when they started to do that but now I don't even want to think about that like I don't even want to get into that Marjorie has set up to where the food from the wedding was going to go to the homeless people of King's Landing afterwards or the lower the poorer people yeah, in, in the Flea Bottom in Flea Bottom which was a very nice gesture right. and you know Joffrey for like 2.5 seconds obviously had agreed to do something good with his life for a whole two ass seconds. He was trying. He was trying. Like the, the one and this is the thing that pissed me off about Cersei because it was Cersei go well, obviously what pisses a lot of things pissed me off about Cersei this day. Um but she goes behind behind her back because she's trying to undercut Marjorie by having the food thrown out and fed to the dogs or whatever. But like you didn't even take a step back to be like, damn, you know, maybe my maybe she could make my son into a decent person because she also knows the, the motherfucker's crazy. Like she does, but she still she, she still feels like that's her son, and even though he's crazy and she act like she lost control, it's still Cersei. Like she really got all the control. Because I mean, you tell people that we're gonna give them food, and, and Marjorie makes this declaration, and then don't show up. They're gonna look at like, oh, Marjorie said shit, but she don't do it. So they're not gonna think, oh, well, Cersei had to do it. So let's see. Oberyn let Cersei know that her daughter is in Dorne and she's safe and she's happy. But there is a bit of a veiled threat in there too. Like there's there's a little bit of a of a warning I feel like in there in that conversation with Oberyn. Yeah, like a, like a change real quickly. Yep, that's what that unspoken silence definitely was. Then we get the little War of Five Kings show, where the other little with the other five little people in Westeros <laughs> besides Tyrion. Uh, so this show offended Loras. Because they were talking about his boyfriend, his boyfriend, and making fun of him. She obviously offended Sansa because they were talking about her dad and her brother. Mm-hmm. Marjorie, that was her ex-husband. Offended Marjorie. Obviously offended Tyrion. Tried on the little people, and you just you know making them in the circus acts or whatever. Um, no one was amused by this except for John. My notes on this was fuck the whole wedding scene. I was just waiting on Joffrey to die. <laughs> and then the pie comes out. Let's get to the shit. Joffrey gets killed. Joffrey gets marked at his wedding. He uh well I, okay. asshole to Tyrion. Um he's been an asshole Tyrion this whole episode. So he tore up his gift that he gave him that nice book when he cut it up with swords. Oh, that shit went straight through that book too. I forgot about that. That was a super book. That boy it, did one it, swing with the Valerian sword and it was over. We just skipped over him getting his sword. Yes, he got widow's whale. Right, you only had your sword for 13 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Because so his death was like the best thing ever. And obviously now we know where the poison came from. You know where. But I remember originally watching this and thinking, okay, well, did he die? Was he choking because he, maybe he choked on a piece of the bird that was in the pie? <laughs> <laughs> no, what's crazy is that, like, right after he died, they said, like, five times who killed him. And, like, the entire time, the first time I watched Game of Thrones, I didn't know who killed him. People in, like, season, what what is it, like, seven, when Lady Olena died? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we knew she killed him, and I was like, well, because she makes a comment to, um, because she admits it. Like she tells Marjorie. Yeah, she right? told Marjorie. I missed that the first time through. And she, when she was like, oh, "You didn't think I would let you, you know, marry that marry that awful creature, did you?" Mm-hmm. Granny is on it. So yeah, that little fucker's gone, which is great. Yes, probably the best way for him to die because it was just an extra struggle death. And I needed you to struggle. I needed, I needed the bloody eyes. <laughs> uh bloody eyes. The best. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, just the choking, the this little snot bubbles. Yeah, you needed the full on suffer. All the suffering. That you've been putting everybody else through, Sansa and Tyrion, and just the whole nine yards. Yeah, boy, you had to go out. I ain't want that quick death. You don't need to get hit with the with the one fell swoop of the sword. Nah, I need you to drown. I need you to get poisoned, and then somebody throw you in the ocean. <laughs> that would be so great. You need to be dying of poison and drowning at the same time. Very okay. savage, like. But just him, just him. It's not many other characters I want to die like that. Like I told you, I have a, <clears throat> I have a nice little affinity for Cersei. She, she, she has my heart a little bit just for her evilness. I don't. Whenever she goes, I don't, I don't want her to suffer. Just you know, go and get her up out of here real quick. She was seriously was upset. She's in her holding her. and you know, obviously she, she again the one redeeming one of she has a couple redeeming quality, a couple good qualities. I call them redeeming, but a couple of qualities you can appreciate about Cersei is that she does love her kids. So, she definitely hurt over Josh. She loved the kids. Episode three, Breaker of Chains. Sansa escapes with the help of Littlefinger and the fool guy. Sir Dantes. Sir Dantes. Everybody's in black. And I realized that this whole busting out black outfits and wearing them, like, all the time someone dies is a very English thing to do. Because if you watch, like, old period piece shows, like, Downton Abbey. Yeah. Downton Abbey, which I'm making our money watch. When someone dies, like, they wear black for, like, weeks. After. These morning outfits. Um, I like the Tyrell's outfits. I think they're my favorite outfits. All that blue and green. Yeah, yeah. I I guess it's the rose pattern that's... Because it's, like, all their stuff has, like, gold roses on it. Like, gold flowers. And I think I like that gold on the flower pattern. like, trimming on it. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. Tommen said to be king. Tommen tells Tommen his brother was a piece of shit as his brother's lying there, which was great. Wishing yeah. that more Tywin. Hey, man, he got to sink his claws into the new king. Yes. And Cersei, with her, this is not the time and the place. <laughs> Tywin's like, yeah, no, I need to get to this one before you fuck this one up like you did the last one. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the things, now, this is the scene that I hate the fucking absolute most in this yeah. series. Yep. There's a scene in this series. Well, this is the only thing in this series that I still don't. I might need to go back and because I, I didn't do it this time and watch the HBO after show talk conversation about this because I still don't understand what the fuck was the purpose of this. To me, yep. I hate aspect of everything that happens after Tom and leaves this room. It was completely utter fucking trash. I hate the HBO writers for doing this. I'm gonna go ahead and say that this was fucking terrible writing. It was a terrible scene. As much as Shitty person that Cersei is, this was unfucking necessary. Like the brother, like when you really break it down about what happened, like the brother sister incest rape next to their incest son's dead body is not okay. Yeah, you, and to me, it just <clears throat> fucked up no. because you try to run this as Jamie loves Cersei, and which, even though it's incest, we, you know, I bought it. I was bought into Jamie loves Cersei. He's in love with his sisters. Where does that fucking is? So why the fuck would he rape her like that? Like, why would he do that right then and there, knowing how much pain she's in? Like, that was so fucking out of character for Jamie. Like, like next to her dead son. Yes, like dead, dead. To me, that was- I get, I get it that he's been back for the longest and he's been suffering too, and he ain't bust down his sister. But it's just like my dream. My G. If there was ever not a time and a place in life, in any facet, time period, or you know, situation in life, that is 
literally number one on the list. Yeah. Don't rape your sister next to your incestual son's dead body. Cersei didn't deserve that. She deserves some shit, but she didn't deserve that. She just karate chopped her hand. Okay, no, this was when Arya and the Hounds were nobody okay. were trying to teach her lessons and shit. Mm-hmm. And they meet that that guy with the daughter who offers them room, room and board, and some rabbit stew, which must have been good as fuck because they was murdering that stew. Davos writes to the Iron Bank. This is when we start to really get more of the Iron Bank and his whole funding of shit in the background. Tywin goes to Oberyn for help because they're blaming Tyrion for Joffrey's murder. When the thing that's, you know, Cersei is convinced it was it was him. Which was, that was another thing. It was well not. I mean, I guess it is at this point. But he had so many opportunities to kill Joffrey. Like if he really wanted to kill Joffrey, why would he wait till his wedding day to do it? How would they not have noticed him do it? And that's the thing. Like you're sitting there in front of everybody, and I'm like, like he was humiliating him in the middle of the wedding. I'm still trying to figure out when the fuck the poison was put in the cup, to be honest with you. Because Tyrion had the cup, and no time was it really out of anyone's view. So when was this wine poisoned? Like, when you really go back and watch when, it, Yeah, like, when did they get that thing off of Sansa's neck? Because the poison was in her necklace. Allegedly. Yeah, no, the poison was in her necklace. The poison was in some kind of little drop, something. I'm just still trying to figure out when the hell it was put in the cup, though. That's... But, hey, whatever. It got the job done. So, Tyrion's, you know, being blamed for it. He's locked up. Tywin goes to Oberyn and asks Oberyn to be a judge on the council, on the on the uh, trial. Take a seat on the trial, whatever. And Oberyn's like, you know, I really don't like you. <laughs> you were a part of my sister and her kids getting killed. Why should I do shit for you? He's like, well, hey, you know what? Then maybe we can get justice for people all around or whatever. Wow, wow. Yeah, basically. Anyway, the Thins reach a village, and they kill and eat the people. These niggas is also nasty. <laughs> Cannibals. Uh, Danny sends a message to the slaves, so she out here freeing old folk in Marine this time. We find Danny and the crew in Marine trying to free some slaves. Good girl. Season four. Oh, she, she, let that fire, she let that fire speech off too, though. She real, she real good with the speeches. How you gonna have the speech and tell you like? Yeah, like, these niggas that y'all with? Nah, they're not cool. Like, I went from city to city. I need to find the word. I, ha- I, th- I thought I put the word in. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't speak Valerian. But it was like, dial, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Free, free. And then you hit them with the barrels of the, of the chains? But yeah. It was crazy. She is yeah. strategic and just like, it's almost scary. Like, it's, Man, could Danny possibly turn like batshit crazy? Like, I mean, like yeah, I'm I'm riding with the theory that she's gonna go crazy in this last season. Like, she's gonna be the Mad King part two. Go crazy? I've been hearing that, but yo, when I tell you, number one heartbreak in the show, she turns, she turns heel. Yeah, I'm gonna be hurt. Unless the things already pissed out, pissed about about season eight, including these short episodes. I'm gonna be hurt if she go full full Targaryen. Oh, it's gonna crush my little spirit. And we and we don't really know what made the Mad King mad in the first place. It's gonna be some backstory that freaking Bran tells. Like it's it's in their blood. Like something triggers with anger, and then it turns them into a dragon internally or some craziness. And I'm gonna just my heart, my little heart. Well, I mean, John too. John gonna go crazy. <laughs> you know what? I after seeing the length of these episodes, now that I know that they're so short, we ain't got time I mean, for the, the first two. The first two, yeah, but the other ones are you know Wait, eighty what? minutes, eighty ninety minutes. Okay, say that one more time. Oh, what were the what were the episode lengths? I was saying the first the first two were the first two episodes were normal. They're like fifty. I think it was like fifty four. In like fifty six minutes or something like that, but um, I think the I think episode like three was like like an hour. It was like a, it was like eighty minutes. Um, I think the next like four episodes we were to see was like eight between eighty and ninety minutes. So it's just like all right, we're getting a short. We're getting a short movie, 
basically. See, I went to it thinking that each episode was gonna be like a good like hour, fifteen minutes. No. Nah. Like the last the last four are I know the last four are like at least an hour twenty. It's between an hour and twenty and an hour and thirty. But the first two is like normal episodes. Stupid shit's just like fifty five minutes. Fifty six minutes. You know how HBO like to cut that that fifty six minutes like real like is that fifty six minutes including the credits? <laughs> right. Don't play don't play us like that, HBO. minutes a show. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even you know like fuck the credits. We don't need no credits. <laughs> we good. Um, you just give us one opening credit on the first. Right. Nigga, we know the actors' names. Come on, man, skip this. Yeah. Basically, we, we could. Give us, give us, give us two and a half more, more show. Two, two and a half more minutes of show. Exactly. Episode four is called Oath Keeper. Dang, so, you skip some, you skip some stuff, bro. What else was there you now? Skip one, you skip one. Uh, uh, not like it's, it's more, it's more character switching. I mean, you know, Tyrion told Pi he got to go, and now Pi is rocking with Brienne. I saw okay. that episode when he leaves with Brienne. No, that was no, that was the second one, wasn't it? Well, no, okay. So at the end of episode three is when he tells Pod that you know you should. Oh no, when Pod had told him that they wanted him to come testify for them, right? And he didn't give him an answer yet. And then he was like, "Yo, you gotta go because I'm okay." So actually, we're gonna. But okay, was there anything else on episode three that you can think of that we missed? No. How's it? Mm-hmm. All right, so before we jump into episode four, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. This week's episode of the House of Lords podcast has been brought to you by... Us. Yes, it's brought to you by us. So if you would like to help us sustain this podcast and grow this podcast, here's a few great ways you can do so. You could share the link to our podcast on your social medias. Let it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even MySpace if you're feeling nostalgic. Yeah, use the hashtag blurred pod that's our hashtag you can join the conversations that we're having let us know what you think about the things that we're talking about on twitter you can use the hashtag pod in that's a now listening hashtag those other people know what you're listening to as well it's a great way to find other podcasts by creators of color if you want to step it up a little bit and you want to help us out financially you can check out our patreon located at patreon.com forward slash house of blurs we keep it simple there you can donate as little as a dollar a month up to even more whatever you're so inclined to do um, there's some great giveaways on there depending on the different tier levels definitely check it out or if you're not too big on commitment you can visit our paypal at house of Blurds, and you can just hit us with a one-time donation because anything counts yes every dollar counts any notes that are left with those donations being on patreon or on paypal will be read out on the show so we'll definitely give you a shout out because we greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening. Now, back to the show. Four, Oathkeeper, which is a great name for a sword, by the way. This might be my favorite sword name. Later on, we're going to have to compile a list of the sword names while we're compiling lists of shit, as we tend to do. Miss Andy's teaching Grey Worm how to read. I love this, you know, relationship building between the two of them. That's Bay right there. That's Bay. Like, I, I'm going to be upset. That's, that's going to hurt if she dies. She dies. That's... That will be upsetting to me. Why would she die though? I so don't if she dies, Danny dies. She's gonna literally be like right by either Danny or Grey Worm's side, which means one of them two is going. Like if she dies, that means Grey Worm dying, or if she dies, that means Danny dying. I'm pretty sure they'll get Grey Worm out of here before they get Danny right? True. That's actually a pretty good point, because she's always usually close to somebody, so mm-hmm. it is pretty safe to say that you're right. If she dies in another major character, he's gonna go as well. I'm gonna drop her name, but you're right. So somebody has to be. Honest. Speaking of major characters, a quick side note: we gotta. I had my my bracket, but like we we gotta redo that bracket that I sent you today. <laughs> we had uh, all the characters, but their seating was terrible. Like, we'll work. Like I saw, I saw your bae was in the twenties, and I was like, all right, come on. Like the kid gotta be the kid gotta be at least top ten. Like Tommen is really a monster on that on that. On that fighting shit, like yeah, I wouldn't want to see him. So you putting them against twenty, like twenty? Come on, <laughs> maybe not the dragons, but I mean the direwolves for sure. Look at him, my bad. More Sunday. Well, let me tell the bad. Bay, Bay, and Grey Worm. <laughs> so Jamie, oh no, the Dovagetti. That's how you say it. Dovagettis. 
are freeing them some slaves. And, um, had, and he had a super plan. Yo. They yeah. rolled up in there mad like stuff. Like, I'm like, yo, all you need is them to take over King's Landing, man. Fuck that. With the second sons and everybody else. And Jamie is getting trained with Braun, so he, he realizes that, you know, he's going to have to learn how to fight eventually. Yeah, with that left hand. Do with that left hand. Fight with Braun. How are you just going to skip over the whole rest of that scene? <laughs> Stop rushing. That's how you just going to skip over the whole rest of that scene when they took the city and then she put the masters up on them stakes. That shit looked painful. That shit kind of cold, buddy. Like, yeah, I think which, which 250 they were about to put on these stakes. Oh, they did it all of them. Yeah, that's a lot of stakes. They, it wasn't even like, when you look at the mile markers when they walked up on Marine, they were spread out a little bit. Nah, these weren't spread out. These were like every 10 steps. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah, they were super close. It was the new border. This is the first time we really see Danny giving out justice. And she does what she says she's going to do. When she says she's going to do some shit, she does it. So. Yeah, she didn't check. She didn't check people a lot of episodes. There's been a lot of checking going on up to this point. But she had enough checking. She said, enough. Take these niggas down. You going to kill kids, boy? All right. I got something for you. I mean, she had a very fucking valid point, though. Like that, you, you, you can, they was hanging kids up on the damn post. That's crazy. You was hanging kids? Okay. I got something for you guys. It's pretty, pretty real. Jamie training. And he gets smacked with his own little hand. Is this Tyrion down there in the cells? And they discuss Tyrion's uh, impending fate. Basically, yeah, they had that conversation. Like, yeah, of course, I wouldn't have killed the son. Get him to kill my brother. Yeah, that was cute. We get Sansa and Littlefinger. Just the more and more the show goes on, the more and more I realize how much I really started to not like that dude. You started to like who? I just started to really not like that dude. I didn't really pay attention to how much I didn't like Littlefinger until this this current rewatch. I was like, man, I really didn't like this dude. Yeah, he became grimier and grimier, and the more you watch it, the more you dislike him. You're just like... He's a straight piece of shit. Like, everything he did was just, like, mad manipulative. And he was he was a terrible person. <laughs> One of the top five worst people. Top five most terrible people on the show, for sure. Top five, top five, top five. He's definitely the top five. He's got to be number one. Yeah, because I think this is the episode that solidified that basically everything that happened so far in this show was his fault. Nope, that was the next episode. Hmm? That was when they get to, uh... The eerie. That's when they get the eerie and him and crazy. His crazy baby talk. So, um, but this is when he tells her, you know, always keep your foes confused. Don't let them know what you're doing. You know, the man with no motive is the least likely sus- the least likely suspect for some shit. You know, Sansa has is getting all these gems, like all these things are being given to her and being taught to her in pretty painful, stressful ways. Yeah, like in the most traumatic ways possible. Yes. She gave me lessons. But damn it if they don't all come to fucking like together at the end. Like, cause that shit showing up came together in season seven. When we really get to season six, really. They all this came together. Season season seven for sure. Season six, you can start really seeing her piece together, like her strengths. Like, you know what? Hey, I've been through some shit. Now I'm about to show y'all what I can do. Exactly. So Lady Elena knows she wasn't going to let uh, Joffrey marry Marge. So this is when Marjorie, when she tells Marjorie that she was involved in Joffrey's death. So season four, episode four is when we get that confirmation that Lady Elena was involved. And it was it was kind of a slight thing. So yeah, I guess if you, if you weren't paying attention, then you definitely could have missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you think I'm going to let you marry this dude? Oh, nah, you sleep. Got to get him up out of here. Get him up out of here. Sorry, I'm still kind of happy about that. Back in the North End, <laughs> John's trying to train the guys at the wall, and the new Lord Commander's an asshole. What the hell was the Lord Commander? I think what's his name? Dude's current Lord Commander. Uh, Sir Alistair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Asshole. Go on. Ah, I mean, we can change his name. It doesn't have to be Alistair. It can be asshole. <laughs> Or we could say Sir Alistair, 
the asshole. There you go. Boom. Alliteration. Alliteration. <laughs> and this is when now, because I'm actually paying attention, we see Bruce Bolton's guy is also at the wall. So his little planted spy is there that he put in with the uh, Night's Watch to find John and kill him. Well, one, to find John to see if John knows where his brothers are and then to get rid of all of the above, if possible. Oh, this is when uh, Jamie had went, after Jamie had went to go see Tyrion and seriously was like, yeah, I know you went down there. He's like, well, he's my brother. He's like, you know. So Tommen has Joffrey's old room. <laughs> Who cleaned up Roz's body? This is what I was thinking when I was watching this. I was like, yo, who ended up having to go in there and clean up Roz after Joffrey did that shit to her? I mean, obviously, it's been cleaned up for a while now. <laughs> but could, could you imagine the fucking person on staff that has to go in there and clean up that kind of shit? Like, <laughs> Hey, clean up on aisle six. What happened? Somebody spilled some juice, you know. <laughs> clean up on aisle three. Hey, somebody dropped a bag of fire. Clean up on aisle six. What you got? A whole dead body with, <laughs> with seven arrows in it. Uh, yeah, go, go handle that. Unstrap the hands and then clean and then clean up the mess. I mean, it was definitely probably a two-person job. <laughs> so, uh, so there, so there's no doubt that everyone had to know how sadistic this kid was. Because whoever cleaned up that body, they definitely went back and talked, like they told their friends. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to ages, though. How old was he when he died? So, yeah. Sansa, fourteen, fifteen point. So that's how old Jeffrey was, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, we're going to go with that, which also brings me to a later scene in this of how old is Tommen? It's probably like 11. <laughs> and he's got to marry Marjorie. <laughs> Who was like 19 at this point. Yeah, we're going to assume she's older than Joffrey for sure. Right. Stone me off. You got these real life 20-something-year-old characters and shit. No, I'm curious. Playing teenagers. Tommen meets Sir Pounce. And I love that name. We meet Sir Pounce. Sounds like a cat, a cat person. We meet Sir Pounce. (laughs) That is the cutest thing ever. You just said we meet Sir Pounce. Like Sir Pounce is a is an actual character in the show. Like like it's like he's Goose from Captain Marvel. Sixteen, Marjorie. Sixteen. This. And how old was Simon? (laughs) Armani is Savon. (laughs) Ha. I got it. I got it late because I was looking at my phone. Where did you get it? <laughs> hey, Savon, Savon the Duke. Hey, uh, go go look up. Uh, I'm mad that he's not the Don. He ain't been a Don for like a month and a half now. Savon the Duke. You ain't listened to the last four podcasts? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yo, Savon's definitely the the Duke right now. He's Savon the Duke for like three weeks. Now he's the Duke. He's ten. Tom is ten. <laughs> Oh, okay. The sixteen year old and ten. The t- the king of Westeros is ten year old. That's why she in there hiding for real. She in there really manipulating the ten year old early too. Like, don't listen yeah. to your mama. Everyone to your life. Early. I'ma give you I'ma give you some booty. Your mom your mom don't need to know about none of this. Can we talk about the shot was being groomed? <laughs> like I guess since you know, again, it's it's a fantasy show. We know how bad Joffrey was, so it was an attempt to have him not end up like Joffrey. So I get it. But at the end of the day, Shaw was being groomed. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Regardless, it was not okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> so Jamie found out that Jamie was sixteen when he joined the Knights Guard, the King's Guard. He sixteen. Sixteen. You at least start. Been doing this for a minute. Well, no, he's forty. He's 40. Because Cersei says she's been queen for 20 years. And if she was 16 when he joined the King's Guard, and that was under Targaryen. Four years or four years he was a King's Guard. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's They're makes, 40. That makes sense. Uh-oh. If Cersei is 40, and Lancel is 16 at this point. Oh, Loris? Yes, Loris. Lancel probably 16 too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like that's just incest and old people marrying teenagers and yeah. Oh, let's not put any more ages on shit. Let's like <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know, women on women, men on men. Just like yo, what y'all, what y'all doing, bro? Y'all doing the, y'all doing the most. 
We don't gotta, you know what I'm saying? We don't gotta, we don't gotta be in here uh, killing, killing babies and brothels and stuff like that. Like we don't need to be doing all of this, B. Y'all doing a lot, looking for kings, murdering, murdering kids. What? For reals. So, Jamie tasked Brienne with going and taking care of Sansa. Find her, take care of her. And she gives him, he gives her his sword and she names it Oathkeeper. The way they were looking at each other in this scene, I was like, oh. Oh, you should have thuggy? You should have thuggy? You really want them to be together. You said that entirely too much. <laughs> that ship we're never going to get to see. We know it's never going to happen. You want them to, you want them to have their moment. Like, yeah. Just toning it down in the streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or my bad, not the streets, because no streets. Tonging it down in the roads. One bust down scene before he go murk uh uh Cersei. Like or he busted down and he realized like this is way better than Cersei. <laughs> I'm about to go kill her. She's so evil, I'm about to go kill her. I don't need her anymore. I've got Boy, I got my six my six five. Uh, she ain't a she ain't no six foot. It's doing between six foot and six five. You gotta get six five big credit. The thing is, you know it's gonna get bad, Tormund. Then we're gonna have to see Tormund with Jamie ass <laughs> over Brian. That would be hilarious. Oh yeah, I forgot. See, I feel bad for Tormund though, because clearly she got love for Jamie. Like Tormund, the dude that like he trying to get her, but she like somebody else. Mm-hmm. You gotta be mad. Feel bad for the homie, cause I feel bad for the homie, cause he ain't never gonna get her. Well, you know, we know Jamie gonna die. So I mean, maybe end, after if if they do like a like kind of a fast forward into after shit goes down, I can see them. Oh, so six episodes ain't no fast forward. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm not again. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate on how it's gonna end. But comma. So they send Pod with Bran. They make him her squire to get him out of town to keep him safe. This is one goofy-ass looking motherfucker sometimes. He is like the goofiest face ever. But he's so cute and so innocent. Like, he's just so pod. <laughs> just this is what he right. is. Right. Oh. And you know he gonna die, too. I found it another kind of, I guess, sense of symmetry that ha- seems to be happening in this show every once in a while. I start to catch some things. So, at this point, Bran had saved Jamie. Like, Bran was with Jamie. Bran was with Tyrion. They've now, like, switched partners. So, Bran is now with Jamie, and Brienne ends up with Tyrion. Season 7, she ends up with Tyrion. Like, they end up on the same side of things. They get Bran saving Jamie's life when shit went haywire with the dragon and shit like that later on, like, what, season 6, season 7, somewhere. So, we, we would assume that Bran's probably going to be saving Tyrion's life at some point. Because they're going to all be in battle together. Up at uh, Winterfell. Winterfell. So John wants to go fight some wildlings, and he asks who wants to join the Avengers. <laughs> Stupid. Putting together a super squad, and of course the plant, the mole goes. Get back to Crafters Keep, and I really dawned on me all this fucking time. Ghost has been in a cage at Crafters Creek Keep. Now I'm out here running around with wildlings, making you know, having a good old time when he grit. And his <laughs> fucking direwolf has been locked up. Hey man, you rocking with your wildling busting down, or you rocking with your direwolf? Right. These niggas ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah, all that that's where we find out where Ghost has been all this time. We also get to see in this scene like how big Ghost looks. That boy's a monster. Of course they, you know, you see Jad to make these direwolves look big as shit. But when you see the size of Ghost, and you remember, he was the runt of the runt of the damn litter. That's one reason he survived. Production could it costs less to get, but you still got the idea across. Yeah. If he's got a pretty big wolf, she'd be like, "This was the smaller one." So just imagine bigger. So, when should, I feel like Grey one should have been way fucking bigger than he was. We well, see how big Nymeria was. Some time has passed since Rob died. So it was a monster. There was mad other. <laughs> Wolves out there, and then, and then she rolled up, and it was like, yo, who brought the grizzly bear <laughs> to the fight? He did look big as fuck. I'm, I'm really hoping we get to see her again at some point. 
that we know. Although I feel like that might have been the, we've been wondering where Nymera is, and that might have just been the, here you go, people, stop asking us where the fuck she's at. Here she is, and she's gone. <laughs> oh, so you hoping for the, uh, you hoping for the... Asking questions. Uh, she hoping for the, uh... I'm hoping she can jump the fuck out of some flame, jump through some flame. Nah, but that's what I'm saying. What's the movie? Some twi- Twilight. You hoping for that final Twilight scene when it was like 79 wolves that just ran out the, the uh... The woods and they just start killing everybody. Yes, I'm new Jacob. <laughs> That's what you want. Yes. That's what I want. Now, am I gonna get what I want? Probably not. But I ain't gonna lie, that'd be kinda dope. It's like all hope is lost and then fifty wolves just run out and start eating everybody. And then the the grizzly bear die wolf just comes in <laughs> watching everybody eat everybody like she the boss. Yeah, I'm going to say Jolly. I'm going to say Jolly first. Ron, uh, Bran, uh, yeah, he, the whole idea of sending just random fucking thieves and rapists to the wall to be part of the Night's Watch, or, yeah. Kind of way. Seems like it's a good idea, but it's really not, because these motherfuckers are legitimate fucking psychopaths and sociopaths and crazy people, and... Yeah, and it's like, what's all, so what's stopping them from, like, teaming up in which, this? Which is what they did. <laughs> and they've got head captain crazy out there fucking drinking wine out of what's his name? Mormont's head. Yeah, Jor Mormont's skull, which clearly he took the time to fucking clean off. Okay, this goes back to the question of when the Night King turns babies into White Walkers, do they grow? Because what the fuck is the use of an, um, um, a baby midget army? It can't even walk. Whatever, that baby midget army is. Uh, indestructible. <laughs> they use them as bombs. They throw them at people. <laughs> uh, that, only thing they can kill them things is Valyrian steel and dragon glass <laughs> and fire. So if I shoot you in the head with an arrow and you get up and keep charging at me, all that baby, all that baby gotta do is bite a foot. It's over for me. That's it. So he's like throwing them in like put them in barrels. Catapult. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they bust out the barrel and just bite your ankle. <laughs> Job done. You done now. Oh my god! But these babies they have they have to age. They have to be aging. At, oh, yeah. We have this. They're aging at some point, so they're not zombies necessarily. They're not like dead. Oh, they zombies. Some of these some of these White Walkers are people who were killed and then reanimated, though. Right? Do they grow and then their body starts deteriorating? Maybe maybe that's what happens because you, you Ooh, or maybe he's doing this to all of these babies and then you're gonna find out in like season eight, episode like two, that he's got like a grown human White Walker army and they ain't got they don't look like skeletons, they look like Abercrombie and Fish models. See, okay, and that's what I was about to say. I was about to, that's an interesting point. See, there like, are well, they just look like regular humans. Like, you got like a thousand John Snows out there with long hair with blue eyes, and now, now it's over for you. Exactly. Because there's two ways people become White Walkers. They either die and come back, or he touches them and they turn in. So the, the ones that he touches and turns into White Walkers, yeah, they're probably, like you said, they're growing up and they be like grown-ass men. So Hodor becomes a killer. He to take out old boy. Hodor stop that boy's leg. Clean off. So Rob and I mean John and Brian were like super close again. <laughs> like second time they've been like right in the same space. Episode five, first of his name, Tommen of House Baratheon, first of his name, King of the Andals, Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, yes, the ruler of Westeros, is king. <laughs> so seriously, Marjorie, we talk. Accusing himself. Go ahead. No, what do you want to call him punk ass? What was a punk ass? I'm saying he, he ain't got to recuse himself. He likes, he likes uh, Tyrion. So seriously, so Marjorie talking on the balcony. This spot, again. Once again, Marjorie makes that comment. This is like the fourth, fifth time she called her. I don't know what's calling you, my sister or my mother. <laughs> Bitch, didn't last time you said that I almost got you slapped. And she won't say it again. She's that person keeps retelling her joke. Get more people laugh this time. I mean, if I just try it in a different setting. Exactly. And 
Which kind of makes me think. Did the person who wrote this episode watch that previous episode? But maybe they were new to the crew when this was written. Because it was like, she tried, she made these comments before. And they didn't go over well before with her. Why would she say it again? Someone rewrote it. Dario Nahara is out here stealing boats. He's trying to impress her so he can get some cheeks. Well, it works out for him later. We do. Yeah, sure, sure does. Sure does. So and she, she had an epiphany, though. She was like, you know what? Everywhere I've been ruling ain't, ain't rocking right now. Well, everywhere I've taken over and freed people, it ain't, it ain't working the way I wanted to. So let me, let me chill out real quick. Slow down. Let me, let me rule the right... Say rule the right way five times for that, Jesus. <clears throat> Let me rule the right way and, and make sure my rule is sustained and not just getting overthrown and turning over as soon as I slide. And that was, again, another smart decision on her part. Like, that was some, some very good thinking. Like, wait a minute, I can't just be running up in places, freeing slaves and fucking taking off. So, she's gonna slow down and she's gonna rule slavers back. Sansa arrives at her crazy-ass aunt's house. She meets her cousin Robin, who, although this kid was a bit off, the one thing I will say is, though, his mom didn't hide shit from him. Like, she sure told him, like, this is your cousin Sansa, but you can't call it that in front of anybody else. Like, Robin was in on the on the jig. Like, he knew what was going on. So, Liza's the only good parent on this show. <laughs> <laughs> But she didn't lie to him. Yeah, it's because she didn't lie to her kid. Like, she kept him in the fold. Like, you know what was going on. To an extent. He chose to be a part of these shenanigans. Littlefinger, this is, this is when we learn that Littlefinger had Liza poison John Aaron. And this is when we learn just how much of a piece of shit Littlefinger really was. Mm. And his fucking fault. And the fact that Liza, like, went along with sending Kat that letter to, like, blame. Like, you asked my questions. Like, what was... How did that conversation go? Like, what was the end game? Like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to kill your husband, and then we're going to send a letter to Ned or to your sister and tell her that it was because of the Lannisters that he died. And then what? Like, what was the plan? Now, I understand getting your husband out the way because then, you know, then we could be together. But what the fuck was the reason to get Cat and him involved? Indeed. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Because I doubt he planned for Kat to get killed. So it's like, what was he actually... Maybe he was trying to get Ned out the way. That was his goal, get Ned killed. But he didn't exactly know how to stop it after that. Out of control snowball. Let's see. Cersei goes to her dad about marrying um, Marjorie. So she actually did what she said she was going to do. Because she said she was going to go talk to her dad. And see. I know damn well that she didn't believe that Marjorie didn't still want to be queen. When Marjorie had said that, she kind of looked at her like... Are you serious? Seriously, at that point, did not lose all her street smarts. Not, not, not even a little bit. <laughs> so, again, I don't think the person who wrote this episode watched any other episode of Game of Thrones. Like, where's going to give you a general idea and you just write from there? Basically. No, I'm really realizing, though, just watching again more and more, just rewatch that on the rewatch tip. Just how much you really gravitate towards some characters and other ones you just put to the side. You know what I mean? Just the characters you really, really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's how I really... It's, it was way worse than The Walking Dead to me. Like I wanted to like go in the kitchen and start grabbing things out of the kitchen when like certain character scenes were on. I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. When, when you get back to Abraham and, you know what I'm saying, and all these other cats, like, holla. When you get back to Michonne and you know, um, like other people, I was just like, yeah. But you know, I was to be crying about Brandon saying, but just like I, we, I'm, you gravitate so much more to like Danny and Arya scenes, and obviously Arya and the Hounds relationship, and just everyone else. You just, I'm just not. I really feel like I'm good. Like twenty, give me twenty seven to twenty eight minutes of episode, and I'm good. The rest I can really fast forward. Like even if I didn't see, yeah, this this wasn't a, my like my third or fourth rewatch. Like in my head, watching the show, I could fast forward through a few other character scenes. Yeah, you start to realize some a lot of you start to weed out the definite definite filler episodes and the filler scenes in those episodes, and you're just like, all right, because I'm not all this shit and these people. I feel you. 
It doesn't make sense. Arya and the Hound. We get back to Arya and the Hound. The Hound <laughs> stole the dude's money after they ate his rabbit suit. I mean, this is one of them situations where you're like, okay, the, the Hound had a point. Like, the dude was going to be dead by winter. He was too nice. He wasn't going to be able to survive. Somebody's going to come kill him. Or somebody's going to take his shit. So why not them and put it to And then we get Arya's updated list, which includes Joffrey, Cersei, Marin Trant, Tywin Lannister, the Red Woman, Beric Dondarrion's made on the list. Who was Ruth of Myrrh? She said something. It sounded like a Ruth of Myrrh or something. It was Ruth somebody. Um, it wasn't Ruth. Ruth Bolton? No, it wasn't Ruth Bolton. But it was somebody else on that list that, uh, come on, if you Google Arya's list. <laughs> See who's actually on there. Say mine, say mine. <laughs> Ellen Payne, yeah. <laughs> Pull up Arya's listen and read it to yourself. <laughs> Ellen Payne and then the Hound was the last. Such a, such a savage move, man. Just... Yeah, she's like, I only got one more name. She's like, get on she with ro- it. Been rolled over, turn his back, turn her back. <laughs> then I'm going to name you, nigga. What you did. <laughs> He popped his head up looking shook his yeah, shit. I'm like, oh shit. That nigga's gonna name me, my bad. <laughs> like what I do to you? I'm out here trying to help you. Yeah, I tried to get you I tried to get you back to uh the camp to your mom's. You know, I'm on the way to take you to your aunt. Like, what's up, man? I'm on your team. Liza shows Sansa her true crazy. Yeah. <sighs> Yikes. Let's see, Pod can't ride a horse. We discovered that. That shit, that's a really well-trained horse. Like, watching that back, I'm like, because how awkward he was on that horse, and, like, he kept kicking it. I'm like, those are some well-trained-ass animals that they got on this ship. To get kicked and then not take off. Yes. Or to fucking buck his ass off air. Like, if you don't sit the fuck still. Like, he was all shaky and shit like that. But, so Arya practiced her water dancing. She goes to actually stab the hound, and he smacks her. Oh, super backhand. Because maybe he'll beat somebody's kid's ass if they get out of line. Hey, man, but you over here talking it down, talking about my fam, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she she legit, like, was going to stab him. <laughs> and I think, right. obviously, he realized it, because that's why he slapped her, because, like, if he didn't have that armor on, she was right, like, hold up! Take this John reunites with Ghost, and crafts his women's go- women go so low. Like, that, now we got... Se- seven house. <laughs> what does that? What does that even mean? Seven hells, come here. He almost started saying that. I said, "What the fuck? Seven hells?" That's literally what that means. I mean, like, <laughs> everybody was shook. You know what I'm saying, John? And he just seven hells. Can you find that list, Oh yeah, I've been found the list. Oh, I'm gonna say so. Come on, okay. say. <laughs> Her list was Joffrey, Cersei, Walder Frey, Tywin Lannister, the Red Woman, Barry Dondarrion, Thoros, and Ellen Payne. Who is Thoros? Um, Thoros is the one that brought Barry Dondarrion back. Yeah, He's the one that the the bun on top of his head. The <laughs> whole <laughs> 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 Yo, okay, his bun. You're right. Be with the butt. All right. Season four, episode six. Laws of God. Wait, were we doing episode six? No, we're not doing it. We weren't. We weren't. I mean, I got notes on it, but we weren't scheduled. That wasn't on the schedule. <laughs> that wasn't on the docket. It was not on the docket. All right. Well, to recap, we got Joffrey the fuck out of here. Got him the fuck out of here. We're not going to miss you. Bye-bye. Tommen is the new king. We found out where the fuck Ghost been at. Arya and the Hound's relationship is getting complicated. And she wanted to kill him. And, uh... Tyrion's on trial. Yeah, Tyrion's on trial. For his life. Yeah, I can fight for his life! Next episode, we will cover episode... (laughs) On the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. We'll be covering episodes six, seven, eight, and nine. How many episodes are there in this season? Ten. It's ten every season to season seven. Might as well. We can knock it out if y'all trying to knock it out.
Yeah, yeah. Let's get this season the fuck up out of here. So wrap up season four, the next episode of the podcast. That's right. So until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other.